Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, here we are another Monday, and I hope everyone had a great weekend, and I hope you're doing well today. So let's uh, start off where I was supposed to last week. I'm sorry for the um, issues and problems I'm having. What's going on is I switched all my laptops around because I needed to make this one uh, the main computer now. And in doing so, the combination of what I had already set up on my program that I use was not the same. And I forgot how to set up all the settings. So, But I got all that done, and here we are back again. Another fresh episode. And this episode is going to be more targeted to um, marijuana itself. But also, when we talk about marijuana... And when they finally, if they do make pot legal, are prescription drugs for pain, depression, anxiety, and sleep, are they going to drop off? I mean, that's that's the direction I would like to go. I don't really want to be taking these opiates that I take, but, you know, it's the only thing they have now. And like I've discussed before in past episodes, you know, it's a matter of getting your doctor convinced that it's okay to go ahead and use these products. My um, pain doctor does, uh, every six months, does a surprise urine test. And I finally told him, look, doc, if you're not going to raise my medications to higher doses because I'm already used to them, which is, which is fine, but I didn't, you know, I'd really rather not go up higher, higher, higher. I told him, you know, I need to find another means then of uh, reducing the pain as much as possible. So... He finally agreed to it. He said, just as long as I have a medical marijuana card, everything will be fine to go ahead. So there I am. So I use uh, other products to help me relieve the pain in between the times when I got to take my medication. And it, it helps. Nothing's permanent, like I've always said, but it does help. So first, before we start, I want to talk about uh, the product itself, uh, pot or marijuana and give you kind of a breakdown of what it's all about and which part makes you high and which one uh, doesn't because there's several different makeups of uh, marijuana itself and some do different things to your body so we need to discuss that first before we get into the um, legalization of pot so let's start out with an overview marijuana is made from the dried leaves and buds of the cannabis sativa plant while the FDA hasn't approved the use of marijuana plant as medicine, many states have legalized marijuana. Now, you know places um, such as Oregon 
I think California has, but they have legalized it. But the thing is, though, the federal has not. And that's where the mandate comes in, in regards to Schedule 1 um, product. So those, those kind of, you know, you got to be careful when it comes to those two different sites. The FDA has approved two drugs made with from synthetic forms of ingredients found in marijuana. They can be legally prescribed for the treatment of nausea and vomiting caused by chemotherapy when other treatments have failed. So I'm glad that's, that took place and got approved. So here's the evidence. Research on the use of marijuana for specific conditions show glaucoma, Marijuana might reduce the pressure in the eye caused by this eye condition. However, the effects appear to be last only a few hours. Some findings indicate that marijuana may decrease blood flow to the optic nerve, increasing the risk for vision loss in people with glaucoma. Here's evidence of nausea and bombing associated with cancer treatment. Research has shown that an active ingredient in marijuana, the THC, effectively reduces nausea and vomiting in people going or undergoing chemotherapy. The next evidence of pain, marijuana use might reduce the intensity of shooting or burning pain, often due to nerve damage or neuropathic pain caused by HIV, diabetes, and other conditions. So here's evidence if you have seizures. It's not clear if marijuana effectively treats seizures. Yes, dang it. And finally, spasticity. Marijuana may reduce muscle stiffness or spasms and urinary frequent frequency caused by multiple sclerosis. So the one thing I do want to say is that medical marijuana is available as an oil, pill, vaporized liquid, nasal spray as dried leaves and buds and as the plant itself so i've used all those um they all tend to work differently again you know some of these products work on milligrams itself so you know you need to make sure you're taking the right amount you always want to take the amount that's smallest and work yourself up to there and and to make sure that it's going to be safe for you because there can be a lot of repercussions from taking that and taking too much of the um, marijuana or CBD. So that's what we're going to talk about later here. But a caution you need to take is evidence has shown that marijuana can effectively treat chemotherapy induced nausea. It might also reduce muscle spasm associated with MS and decrease the intensity of neuropathic pain. However, Marijuana use can cause cognitive impairment and should be used with caution if you have a mental health condition. In many places, marijuana use is considered illegal for any purpose. So let's go ahead and talk about the safety and side effects. Medical marijuana use is generally considered safe, but different strains of marijuana have different amounts of THC. This can make dosing marijuana difficult. Marijuana can cause headaches, dry mouth and dry eyes, lightheadedness and dizziness, drowsiness and fatigue. Other side effects may include nausea and vomiting, disorientation, hallucinations, increased heart rate, and increased appetite. 
Marijuana use impairs attention, judgment, and coordination. Do not drive or operate machinery when using marijuana. If you have a medical or a mental health condition, use marijuana with caution. Marijuana use might worsen maniac symptoms in people who have bipolar disorder. If used frequently, marijuana might increase the risk in depression or worsen depression symptoms. Research suggests that marijuana use increases the risk of psychosis in people with schizophrenia. Smoking marijuana can affect your memory and cognitive function and cause harmful cardiovascular effects such as high blood pressure. Long-term marijuana use can worsen respiratory conditions. Marijuana has a central nervous system depressant effect. As a result, marijuana use in combination with anesthesia or other drugs used during or after surgery might cause an addictive effect. Do not use marijuana two weeks before a planned surgery. Here's some interactions. Possible interactions include alcohol. Marijuana use might increase the effects of alcohol. Anticoagulants and antiplatelet drugs, herbs, and supplements. These types of drugs, herbs, and supplements reduce blood clotting. Marijuana use might change how the body processes them, possibly increasing the risk of bleeding. CNS depressants. Marijuana use in combination with CNS depressants might increase the sedative effect of these drugs. Protease inhibitors. When used with these antiviral drugs, marijuana might reduce their effectiveness. And finally, so selective serotonin inhibitors. Mixing marijuana with this type of an antidepressant might increase the risk of mania. So before I move on, let me uh, give you an experience that happened a couple couple weeks ago. I was given some uh, little tablets, uh, 20 milligrams of uh, cannabis. And I had never used them before, but I was told that they worked real well with the pain. So I took the box. Now, the container says one plus. So I'm taking that as you can take two if you want. Remember the thing that I always told you in all my other um, episodes is never change the regiment. That's what happened to me. I shouldn't change the regiment. I should have just stuck with the one. Well, what had happened about an hour later, sure, I wasn't feeling any pain at all, but I started to panic. And the reason why is because I felt as my throat was starting to close up, my tongue was swelling, and... I didn't feel I was breathing very good. So I had my son go get some Benadryl, but before he could make it there, I had already had my daughter call the um, ambulance because I just, I was panicking. And that's a side effect of marijuana, which I took two tablets, or well, two little 20 milligram tablets, which I didn't think were gonna affect me that much. But eventually I started getting hyper, getting all anxiety, was building up too much. I couldn't calm myself down, so that's when I called the paramedics. Well, when they got here, they put me, um, you know, checked my blood pressure, checked my heart rate. They checked everything, and everything was normal. So, you know, everything is fine, but they wanted 
to make sure. So what they did was they left, went outside, did some paperwork, and basically came back in. But they wanted to give me a brand new drill a shot in the inner thigh, but I didn't want to do that because if I did that, I'd have to go with them to the hospital, and I really didn't want to go because I had I was going to talk to the surgeon the next day about my knee, and I didn't want to miss that appointment. So um, my son finally got there with the Benadryl, and the ambulance people had to watch me take it, so they knew that everything would be okay with me taking it, so I took it. Um, about an hour later is when I started to come down, and when those side effects started to wear off, and let me tell you, I'm never going to do that again. That was just too scary. But what I've um, done is cut them in quarters. They're small, but I'm able to cut them in half. So I've cut small little pieces of that I'm going to try now from this point on to see how well they do. And that's my recommendation to you. Don't, I don't go up to the highest milligram it says. Always start small and grow to where you think that your pain is being taken care of. So let's go ahead and talk real quick. In regards to what this episode is truly about, when pot is legal, prescriptions for pain, depression, anxiety, and sleep will drop. As of April 20, 2022, Health Day News says, when people have legal access to marijuana, they're less likely to take certain prescription drugs, new research suggests. U.S. states where recreational marijuana is legal have seen large drops in the prescription drugs for pain, depression, anxiety, sleep, psychosis, and seizures. The reductions in drug utilization that we find could lead to significant cost savings for state Medicaid programs. The results also indicate an opportunity to reduce the harm that can come with the dangerous side effects associated with prescription drugs. Currently, recreational marijuana use is legal in 18 states plus Washington, D.C. 37 states plus Washington, D.C. have legalized medical marijuana, and I believe uh, California is one of those. Most previous research has focused on how medical marijuana affects prescription drug use. I'm sorry if you hear the dog in the background, but it is raw. That's what I always say about my podcast or how legal recreational pot use impacts opiate demand. This is one of the first, if um, more states legalize marijuana for health um, issues such as medical marijuana, which, you know, like I said, I believe California does already. It's gonna, I think it's gonna drop the usage of opiates. That's just my thoughts. And because also, you know, you got to take your those pills at a certain time during a certain day, all the time, every day. And, you know, if you don't, you miss it, then, you know, you can't wait. You have to wait until the next time to take it. So I think it works out a lot better if this becomes legal for all of us. Now, I want you to make sure that you read um, one of the handouts or one of the pages that I'm going to be sending you. Or... I'm going to post it right here on the Facebook page that I really want you to read because it actually will break down everything there is to know about marijuana so you guys will get the full article and it will let you know if this is going to be right for you or not 
and it is of course something you need to talk to your doctor about because it's very important that you let him know what's going on so I hope you have a great rest of the week I'm still working up the kinks on this program again but I should have it all up and running completely by next Monday and I will see you then enjoy your day enjoy your week bye as we come to a close it's my hope this podcast and other sources such as product reviews that I have discussed today can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.